Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox here, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Yo, darlings, I got some ATL royalty in the house for y'all today. Okay, check it out. He is one of the most influential voices in hip-hop, and he goes hard in the paint. She's a fashion designer, businesswoman, and about to release her first album. They're a power couple, and the stars of Waka and Tammy, Waka Flocka. (laughs) Waka Flocka Flame and Tammy Rivera. Hey, darlings. How you doing? Bless, 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 bless. So bless. So wait a minute. Okay. Y'all got a brand new show out that just came out on WeTV March 16th, correct? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Well, tell me about your new show. Tammy, what's happening? Um, well, okay. So our new show is pretty much just about us and our family. I feel like when we were on, like, you know, other shows, it was like ensemble cast and, you know, you only get, they edit how they want it and you only get like a five second view of what they want you to know about us. So um, I feel like out of all the shows that we've been on, people have, you know, gotten an idea of us, but they don't really know exactly who Walker and Tammy is as a as a unit, as a family, mm-hmm. as a couple, as friends. Uh, of course, they know Walker Flocker. They know his music. They know, you know, him. They know Tammy as Walker's wife. They know Tammy from, you know, um, swimsuits or, you know, but they don't know Tammy the mother. They don't know Tammy the wife. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, it's like, this is just an open book of who we really are. So, Tammy, I've definitely got to ask this because, you know, getting your husband who is, you know, huge in, in, in the rap game to do basically a reality show. Was mm-hmm. that tough? It was initially because for him, he's so, you know, he's been in the industry for, for years. Mm-hmm. So for him, it's like he could go to a show and make sixty and $70,000 on one show. So Boom. for him, it was, it was like, you know, I ain't got time for this. So when I, I had to kind of like break it down to him, like, okay, what you would use to go on a show, to go do a show, you can make that just by being in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and home with me, baby. Right. That's right. It makes sense. <laughs> no. So, Waka, you know I got to ask you, how did you feel when Tammy rolled up on you and was like, uh, so, uh, babe, um, I got the show idea and uh, how'd you feel? And I was like, hell no, that's going to make me look like I fell off. <laughs> Yep, he sure did. Waka, can yeah, I ask no. you, is this your first time doing basically a reality show? You could say this is my first time. Well, actually, my real first time that I really like got on camera and like really was, was there was at Marriage Boot Camp. Yeah. yeah Marriage Boot Camp was like the first show that I actually was like, you know so man, let me stop going there acting like a dickhead. Oh my God, I forgot all about Marriage Boot Camp. Girl. Wow. <laughs> how could how I forget about that? Because, you know, I got to be honest with you, to my listeners out there, um, I've known Waka for a, a very long time. He's such a gentleman. Him and I have shared the screen together. We have a new movie that's going to be coming yes. out called True to the Game 2. Uh, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you something that's like, you know, he showed up. He did his thing. No drama. And we also did a pilot uh, we were trying to do uh, for a spinoff of a movie that I did called The Salon. So we have actually worked together uh, before. And Tammy, I think, Tammy, this is our first time kind of like it's basically working together, right? 
Yeah, but I feel yeah. like I know you for some reason. I just feel like I just do. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, everybody call me Auntie Viv, girl. Yeah, I just feel like I know you. So I just feel like even though it's our first time interacting, it's like, girl, I've been to her. <laughs> so tell me, with the new show, um, you guys, um, you're going to be opening about like issues in your marriage and 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 what it's like uh, being married and being in the public eye. Tell us why. So we're executive producers, of, our, of course, of our own show. Yes. And, um, so, of course, that plays a big role and it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. But um, also, I just feel like, why not? I'll be 34 July 30th. Walk will be 34 May 31st. So we're and we've been we've been together for going on 10 years and we've been married for six. So wow. it's like, yeah. And a lot of people and I just feel like for young for people like young married couples, that's like that doesn't exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like Real people talk. don't. Yeah. Like people don't. But now it's like everything is disposable. Nothing mm-hmm. is. You know what I'm saying? And I tell people all the time, like even when me and my husband went through our separation publicly, you know, I got more backlash for taking my husband back than I did when I left. So Stop it, it. yes, I was called dumb, stupid, it, like all types of things. I just feel like we've, we can't become or in, a, in a younger generation and this new generation became so accustomed to just like everything is disposable. You jump mm-hmm. from one man, you can just jump on the next one. And I'm not saying that if situation don't work out for you or that's not where you're complete, you know, where you're happy or where you feel like God placed you, then yeah, you should move on. But if it's something worth fighting for and it's something that matters, if you ask your grandmother or your grandfather like oh um you know that they've been married for years you think mm-hmm. your grandmother was, my grandmother told me some stories about my grandfather i was gonna grant like granddad you did that right. like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like but to you you only see the men that they are today so even for myself i'm not perfect so even through like through our separation i have changed the woman that i that i am i walk made a comment on um like he always making some damn comments on his damn mouth. <laughs> but, <laughs> Always saying some shit I got to defend. Yeah. But, um, but he's a Gemini, so hey. Correction, correction. You choose to defend it. Oh, I'm right. I mean, I got to, nigga, because you, we won. No, no, no. She got your back, boo. Right. So, like, he made a comment like, oh, my cheating, cheating made Tammy stronger. And a lot of people went crazy. They're like, oh, he's a narcissist. He's this, he's that. And I'm like, you know, even, I said, even though it didn't sound good coming out of his mouth because he's mm-hmm. the one who did dam- the damage, what he's saying is absolutely true it changed me to a whole different person i am not that same little girl that i was at 24 that was said he half the shit we went through then he could never do today real talk you know what i'm saying so mm. it's like i feel like those things are important i feel like if no one's gonna tell the story or, or, or open up their doors everyone is so quick to to be like oh yeah i'm driving this oh yeah i got that i got this when we did our first season my house is not finished we're remodeling my house yeah um like i you know shit just isn't in order and i was afraid of showing that but i'm like First of all, I'm from West Baltimore. I don't come from shit. So I know that's right. You know and see, Tammy, so, I never knew that about you. When I was re- reading, you know, your breakdown, I was like, oh my God, she from B-more? You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, girl? I did. I worked at B-more. I did the salon in Baltimore. So I was happy to hear. I said, like, that's where she get all that spunk from. You know, and, and see people, and that's that's the real, I wanted to show vivid. I wanted to show real life. I didn't Good. want these little girls to look at me and be like, oh, she got all this Chanel, or she got all this Chanel, all that. I wanted them to actually know the struggle, the things, and that I still struggle to this fucking day. Like, I know I'm not, right. I don't have it together. One day yes. you be up, next day you down. Yes. Right now, we in motherfucking Corona. Ain't nobody making no goddamn money. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, but hold on. Waka, what do y'all think about the show now that it's airing? I was just like, 
oh shit, they're gonna think my daughter is a, a snobby little girl. Yes. <laughs> Why? Why do you say that? Because Charlie looks like a little brat, and she was mean on it. Because Charlie has this, she has this nonchalant. She's a cancer, so she has this I don't give a fuck attitude. Like she don't care about fame. She don't care about clothes or dressing. She just who she is, and she's not impressed about nothing. But can I say this? The majority of kids nowadays, they're very nonchalant about stuff that we would be real happy about. Impressed about exactly right. <laughs> So it did come off like that. Like she looked a little snobby. And I was like, ooh, even she came in and she was like, mom, why do I look like I'm like a brat? And I was like, because I said you was you was not trying to film. You didn't care. She was like, mm-hmm. I don't like that. See, and see, that, that's what I tell people about. Once you see yourself on camera, that camera don't lie. That camera is a truth monitor. OK, OK. Yeah. So but so but that's good so that she can grow, you know, from that as well. Now, I want to take you all back a little bit because, Tammy, I got to ask about that wedding dress. Okay, oh. let's go back. Let's let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. First of all, yeah. the wedding was off the chain. Thank you. Okay, how much did that wedding cost? Y'all feel like letting me know. Man, it started. Listen, <laughs> we, start, we started out at a small budget. We were like, we're not going to exceed a hundred thousand dollars because we only had a hundred people there. It was a destination wedding. Right. We ended up paying for all our guest rooms. <gasps> oh, y'all was nice. Yes, because to be honest, Vivica, I still got family in the hood that can't afford no type of shit like that. Real you know time. what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, I want this uh, this trip to be, they ain't got the only thing I have to worry about is getting a flight. You don't got to worry about nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Like some mm-hmm. of my family members that came to the wedding had never even been on an airplane, so haven't even traveled that far before. Wow. Wait a minute, where was the destination, sweetheart? Riviera Maya in Cancun. Oh, in Cancun. Okay. Did you have to yeah. have a passport to go there? Yes, you did. Yep. People from Baltimore, did they even have a passport? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. A lot of my family, like most of my family come from Virginia. A lot of them didn't have passports. They had to get mm. passports, and we had to pay for some people's passports. No! Yes. It started off at 100000 Mm. I think by the end of the wedding, we were way past 200. Oh, yeah. And my dress was like the most expensive thing that I purchased. So now let's talk about that dress, honey. Let's just talk <laughs> about that dress real quick, girl, because that dress, child, I saw that dress. I was like, yes, that dress was all that. Who designed it? It was a Zuhir Marat. <gasps> yeah. Okay, so that like dress that. was a big old part of the budget when you mentioned that name. You feel me? That, that dress <laughs> broke, broke the damn bank. <laughs> Waka, how did you feel when you saw her coming down the aisle with that dress on? Like a big-ass baby. You didn't see him crying? Oh. Was girl. He was crying all up and down the thing. Oh, he cried. Oh, my God. I didn't know that he cried. Yes. You heard you, Waka, you didn't cry. Hell no. I dropped a real nigga tear. <laughs> <laughs> he said that was a he said that was a love drop. That's all. Bro, he didn't even say he started crying as soon as he saw Charlie. Charlie was a maid of honor. As soon as he saw her, he cried. He didn't even say the tears for me. And at our wedding, he actually gave one of my favorite parts. He actually he gave before he gave me my ring, he gave my daughter a ring first. Oh, see, he getting all kind of points up in here. All right. All right, so let's let's talk about Charlie. All right, because you two have a teenage daughter. She's 15. Yes. And you two have very different parenting styles. Now tell me yes. about that. Walker's a phony ass parenting person. <laughs> because he what he does, Vivica, he'll be like, oh, um, we need to tell her not to do that. Da, 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 da. And he wants me to do the bad work so I can let the bad guy. 
And then he'll tell her something, then turn around and then like buy her something. Like, oh, baby, you know, you mad at me. Come here. Like, you can't do that. Waka, is that true? He gonna deny it. Who gonna deny it? You. What is your parenting style? Are you stern or are you just having Tammy be the bad guy? Oh my God, she done got to you already? (laughs) (laughs) That's she good at doing. She's good at talking for me first, just to give you a scope of who I am so you can have it. Oh, shut up. Is it true or is it not true? What? That that when Tammy tells uh, Charlie that these are the rules, that you go back and then go and just dismantle it, basically. Tammy don't have rules. She's a nice mother. Oh, oh, really? Tammy don't even have rules. You don't make me be a bad guy. You don't ever make me go tell Charlie stuff and then be like, oh, you tell her because I don't want you trying to make me like the bad guy. You know, you know, you know why I'm doing it? Why? Because I'm always the bad guy because I'm always bringing the bad news. Oh, boy, you are such a liar. I'm always. Oh, always. Baki always got something negative to say. It's like, all right, whatever. You do, because the stuff that you argue about be dumb stuff, though. Waka, would you consider yourself a strict parent? Hell, Hell no. no. <laughs> I, I want to be, but I can't. You can't be one if you wanted to, so stop it. Shit, me. Boy, I can't, God. though. So, wait a minute, Tammy, would you consider that uh, Charlie got Waka wrapped around her finger? I think Charlie used to have Waka wrapped around her finger. I don't think she has him wrapped around it much, so much now, but she still knows how to like pull on his, like his, like tug on his heartstrings. Like she knows how to, she knows how to get, get him. You get yeah. what I'm saying? She, I think she learned a new way because she's, when she was younger, she could do that shit. So now she's like a teenager mm-hmm. and you know, and he's starting to see like, so she found a new little method. Cause Waka, I'll let you know, I'm a daddy's girl, but you know, unfortunately my father, Aww. he passed. Yeah, I was. My father, he passed away um, some years ago, but I used to work my daddy. But I'm going to tell you this, my brother, that you got to watch that, though, because, you know, girls, they know how to do a little divide and conquer. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I'm just telling you, my brother, that. She's good know. at that. That's what she do. She's really good at that. Well, if you know it, then why don't you help out mama? No, because right. Tammy calls for it all the time. Like, oh, she did wow. it earlier today. She's like, see, ma, you see, he doing, like, what, what, what Charlie will do, if she say something to one of us, she'll pull the other one in. Like, you see Waka? You see what I'm saying? Oh, she's like, you see my? You see what I'm saying, bro? It's good at that. But, you know, I also read that on Instagram, you said you don't refer to Waka as a stepfather because that would be an insult. Why'd you say that, Tammy? Because Waka is, I mean, the stuff that he had, even when we weren't together, when we were separated and Mm -hmm. I wasn't answering the phone for him, he still picked Charlie up from school. He called my mom to make sure she didn't need anything. Mm. He still would drop money off. Like once, you know, whatever he felt as though, a, you know, a father figure. And biologically, she isn't his child. So he didn't have to do those things. Mm-hmm. Stuff that he has displayed is not things that a stepfather would do. It's stuff that a father would do. He's been there for her when her biological wasn't. You get what I'm saying? And he's yeah. been her life when she was four years old. So... I feel like, God forbid, if me and him wasn't to make it today or we was to separate or whatever, I know for a fact he would still be in her life. And she calls you Waka? Yep. Yep, she doesn't call you daddy? She calls him Waka, to his, mm-hmm. like when we talk, and she be like, Waka, but she's talking to her friends, she be like, my dad. Okay, I love to hear that. Now, Waka, you have said uh, in the premiere episode of your show... Uh, Tammy and Waka, what the flocka, I love that title, that you are guarding a princess. Now I realize why when I was talking to teenage girls, when I was growing up, that the fathers were so crazy. I get it. Now, what makes you say that? You know how it is when y'all little girls uh, meet up, uh, when a little girl meets somebody they all into is over. 
I'm not ready for that. So have you had the talk with Charlie? What? I've been there. That. That's nothing. Okay. She, she know where I stand at. She, that's one thing I ain't got to worry about. Mm. She know exactly what I'm going to do. And Charlie, if she's interested in some guy, does he have to come and meet you? Do you do that whole thing, like old school style? I'm not into that. If they ain't coming to my house or... You know, I, at the end of the day, because my mother wasn't into it. My mother wasn't into meeting your girlfriends or none of that. But if they was coming around her house, you going to their house, mm-hmm. things of that nature, now I want to know who you talking to. Good. Good, good, good. Because at the, at the end of the day, I don't want to be the, the the guy over her shoulders all the time telling her how to live life. But she got to live her life. No doubt. But can I tell you the thing that it's like, you know, that I think that we need to with especially kids nowadays, because things are so quick for them and they can swipe and they got the Snapchat and this, that and the third that there's nothing wrong with them. Like, no, old school. Sit down. Who are you, young man? Where are you from? You know what I mean? Who's your parents? You know, so that way when he mess up, you know, that you could talk to his parents or something like that. Do you have a problem with like that old school style of parenting? I respect that. But see, I. I'm already knowing who she talked to. Yeah, me personally, I'm in all her business. <laughs> I know all they got down. I'm in all the business. Why could be so I'm a sneaky guy. Because I'd be like, I know everything. Because you think you're one of you one of them. But no, it's not that I'm one of them. I play like I told him one day, Vivica, I had to break it down to him. It's not that I play like I'm one of them. I get I pull myself down to their level so that she's comfortable to talk to me. She knows when not to cross the line. But sometimes I have to play like I'd be all in the business. Yeah, I know who TT is. I know that. Um, Karen don't like jazz. I know all of the team business because mm-hmm. I feel like I have to in order for me. Like that's my way of like me sitting down with her and her friends. Like yeah, girl. So what's going on? Also, such mm-hmm. such. It's a way for me to get in their world. So without them knowing, I'm soaking it all in. So guess what? Now I know that Brittany is kind of phony. So if Charlie's out with her, I know she <laughs> most likely ain't gonna, ain't gonna have my baby back. I know that this one is a little bit more loyal, so I can trust her around my daughter. You, you get what I'm saying? It's like you have to learn the personality of the girls that's around, that your daughter hang out with, and the people that's mm-hmm. around her. So you, you, you get what I'm saying? To make a judgment. So it's not to be like, oh, because as soon as you tell your daughter, oh, I don't like her, or she don't, you don't even hang with her, or I don't like the way she dresses at the third, it's going to make them run towards it, as opposed to sitting back watching, getting close to them, and you can find out who they are. You, By you being their friend. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you guys are, are have been married for, once again, how long is it? Six years? Yes, six years married. And I heard that y'all are getting some pressure from y'all in-laws to have a baby. Oh, my God, girl. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, they have a damn baby. Right. They all ass. <laughs> so, wait, <laughs> tell me about the pressure. Who's pressuring y'all the most? Deb. Walker's oh, mother. Walker's mother, mother Deb. Girl, what she be saying? Deborah Annie, that girl, she don't, first of all, she have no boundaries. She tell me how different sex positions I need to be in, oh. what I need to be taking, oh. what I need to be cooking. Oh. Yeah, it's no boundaries with her. And Waka, how does that make you feel? Are you ready to become a father? Have you told your mom, pump your brakes, mom? We gonna do that in due time or what? First of all, it feels weird. It's kind of nasty that your mother's telling you how to have sex. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's, it's Deborah. You can't say nothing about it. You just got to be like, okay. Because telling her no is a bad thing. Telling what your mom no is a bad thing? Hell yeah. Why? That's Deborah. You don't tell Deborah no. What Deb does, she'll start to make you feel bad. Like, oh, I, you know, she'll start playing on your heartstrings, making you feel really bad about not giving her grandkids. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and you be like, oh my God, like it just. They don't do nothing but want to cook for them and buy them shit all day that they don't need. Well, that's because she wants something to do, y'all. That's what that is. Yeah, but she got shit. She can find something else to do. Yeah, but you know with them, it's like they want the new baby. You know what I mean? So she can tell you she done forgot you done had a child. So then she can be like, oh, now do it this way because this is how I raised Waka and this is what I did when he was a baby. You know what I'm saying? When we separated, you know what she told me? I knew it. I knew he should have got your ass pregnant before, before y'all. <laughs> she, she, she was trying to trap me. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, let's, let's, let's talk about music. Tammy's music, as a matter of fact. Congratulations. Yeah. You have a new album, uh, your first full-length album, and it's called Conversations, correct? Yes. Okay. Tell me why you came up with that title. Uh, because I feel like a lot of women come to me. Um, they, they, you know, with questions, like, especially about my marriage and certain things. I have a lot of things that I've been through in my life. Mm-hmm. These are all conversation pieces. So I feel like when most women listen to music, like the music is the conversation. So that's pretty much how I came up with that. It was almost a sense of what, if I was talking to, if I had a room full of women and I was letting them hear my music, what conversations would we come up with from the music that's playing? Okay. And, and I decided to name the conversation. I like that. Now, how many tracks are on the uh, album? 14. Four- wow! 14! Yeah, we had more than that. We're trying to scale it down, but it's like, we had a uh, we had a solid twenty one songs that we could definitely put on the album, but we we had to scale it back. <laughs> okay, well let me pitch this to you, girl. This goes great. Then you already got the tracks for conversation two. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> I love. So tell me, what tracks are you the most excited about? Those tracks, I would say, I, would, I it's so hard. It's so many. Uh, I think what we we did a listening party, and the most the track that people loved the most was a song called Charlie that I wrote for my daughter. Mm-hmm. The one song that I really loved to this day it's called baby mama it's pretty, yeah it's pretty much um my perspective of having a bitch ass baby father so i call my baby mother okay well right tell us how you really feel now y'all know <laughs> i mean and there's a lot of women that can relate to that yeah. real talk now how was walker how was he supportive throughout this creative process of you making your first album girlfriend you know what's so crazy walker is super like he he listens to my music more than i do he like super super when i'm not feeling confident about myself as an artist or um or i'm doubting myself he's the one that be like you bugging you bugging the fuck out like you're dope you need to keep like he's that push Mm. Because as women, you know, we have our insecurities about certain things. And and for me, music is is so close to my heart that that's like the one thing that I am afraid to like open up with as as much. Like if you come to fashion and girls step out, you can't Slay do it. shit. Right. Yeah, like it's, a, it's just like music is just a whole different, you know, feel for me. And he has to constantly keep putting that confidence in me and let me know how dope I really am. So you would say that Waka is your biggest fan? Absolutely. He's Aww. definitely my biggest fan. I love that. So Waka, I heard that you financed the album yourself, which is uh, uh, amazing. And and can I tell you that that's the best way that if you can finance your own projects, is that's the best way as far as I'm concerned, because then you can make sure where the dollars is going and what's really going on. You get more of the percentage. Oh, absolutely. See, that's that business side. Why was it important for you to do that? So my wife would make 100% of her money. I know that's right. And all we could enter a deal with when it benefits us more than the average artist. Right. Meaning we come in a deal with a full project. All it needs is just marketing dollars. That's an easy split right there. Tammy, have you done any videos for it yet? Um, no videos as for it yet. 
Uh, but to be honest, like the EP that I released two years ago, which my husband financed that, that EP w- did so many numbers that literally we didn't have to come out of pocket so much with the album because... The EP paid for the album. Pretty much. So Waka, now it's your turn. Now we got to talk about your music because, you know, it is hard to believe that in October, it will mark the 10th anniversary of your debut album, Flocka Bailey. Did I pronounce that right, brother? Fracavelli. Okay. Tell us, <laughs> how did that album change your life 10 years ago? Shit, that, that album, man. It, it, it made me, shit, I'm on the phone with you. Real talk. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought we'd be on the phone with Vivica Fox? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm that kind of guy, famous guy, quote unquote. When I see people that I felt that I, I look at Charles Davis, I'd be, I'd be excited. Like, yo, what's up, my nigga? Most, when, when I do it, other people look at me like, yo, calm down, bro. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all never had heroes when y'all grew up? Like, what y'all thinking? For me, like, what made me famous, uh, where I can feel like I made it, mm-hmm. um, I'm not gonna lie, it was before Flockavelli. It was, it was my first Really? Mixtape. My first mixtape, like, changed my life. How old were you when that happened? Uh, 22. 22, okay, because... I'm going to tell you something. Like, it seemed like you've been famous for a long time. And when I'd like look at him, it's like, wow, he's only 33. You started at 22, 23 years old. What drove you toward rap? I mean, you know, like, who did you, who was your inspiration? Nobody inspired me to be a rapper. Mm. Only thing that inspired me to be a rapper is to stop struggling. Right. Poverty. To me, poverty is. Poverty was the biggest motivation, huh? You said poverty was your motivation? Oh, you ain't so good. You is your mother right. house, nigga? You all the way over the south side. Ooh, ooh. Shit, she, shit, she got, she got, she got jerk turkey. She got hey, jerk hey, turkey. Hey, make me a plate. We're keeping it real during this podcast, okay? His mama just, just let him know, come on, drive, come on by and get a plate. Right. Yeah. And he better bring me a plate home. I'm not playing. Did you hear that? I'm not wearing my hoof. <laughs> come in here without a goddamn plate. Your ass can be sitting outside. Uh, okay, come on. Come back. Let me keep y'all together. <laughs> <laughs> so, Waga, you recently described yourself, and I, I, when I read this, I couldn't believe it, as a whack rapper. Really? Yeah. Why? Waka, always consistent. That's whack. If, you, if, you, if I could define every letter in whack, it's me. But it's not. When I said I'm whack, right? Meaning for, like, Tammy know me, man. I'm a Gemini, so when I say something, I'm, I'm actually competing with myself. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm whack to me. I could be way doper. I could be way iller compared to, like, the rappers I looked up to as Nas, DMX, Pac, fucking Naughty by Nature is the, like, these these golden era guys that, that, that were so complex and, and, how, and how they challenge their minds. I'm not challenging my mind. All I'm doing is relief and stress and anger. So I'm whack compared to the nigga that look at, this ain't an art to me. This shit a sport. So it's a difference. So I, and I can't talk like this because people are like, oh, you want to be all knowledgeable. But I, I'm just... No, you go and drop that knowledge. Ain't nothing wrong with I'm a, I'm a whack rapper. You know what? Because I don't want to be next to these niggas that call themselves rappers. I'm cool. And ain't and I'm 33. If you're younger than me, I ain't talking. Like, I I'm, I just don't want to be that guy that, is, that becomes 40 years old, 39, and, and fuck you niggas, and I'll wipe y'all niggas' noses. And I don't want to be that guy. So let me say I'm a whack rapper now. So y'all ain't gonna need to worry about me when I'm forty. Well, no, let me do. No, I'm just saying that's that, that's how I feel. Because y- you saying now you're like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna do my last album. You're 33. Nah, but watch this, Pimka. Watch this though. You know, I'm still a Gemini now, so you know it's always one meaning. I mean, more than one meaning. What I did was plays. Uh, I did I did re- uh, reverse basically psychology on people. So if I say I'm whack, right? Mm-hmm. I have a fucking room and a field full of 
people are like, nah, bro, you a legend. You dope. You're great. You're this, you're that. But they got to say that in this era. So the fact that I've seen all these people do that and shut up a lot of doubters and non-believers, I actually let my fans do it for me by me saying it. So the support of the, of the crowd is everything. And that's what I did. I actually put, I, I, I test my own fans. Like, okay, let me see if y'all say I'm what. They're like, hell no, Walker, you the GOAT. So that, that was an ego boost for you. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> In January, you said, this is going to be my last studio album. Tell me that's not true. Yeah, it's going to be my last studio album. I mean, yeah, it is. It's just, you know, as an artist, man, you get to a point, you don't need to keep dropping albums. You get to a point where it's like, okay, let me do some dope records. Let me do some dope collabs for the rest of my career. Like, I done did a lot. I need to live my life. Like, I, I, I got, get it. I got 35 plus. Like, I dropped mixtapes. My mixtapes was albums. Mm-hmm. I made millions off my mixtapes. So I feel like that, those was my album. I don't want to be on the charts and shit like that. That's like that's like somebody who grew up playing football wanting to go to NBA Finals. That's not that's not what he wanted. Like, I just wanted the money. Niggas, y'all niggas got me paid. I'm cool. <laughs> so listen, what can we expect the last album? Yeah, October 5th, 2020. Okay, okay, 2020. All right, well, make sure I get my invite to the listening party. That's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming there yeah, with my like, outfit on, okay? All right. No, it ain't. We gonna be all right, y'all. We gonna pray for that. We gonna be free. We gonna be free. Yes, God. So which artists are, are y'all listening to? Let me start with Waka. What, what artists are you listening to right now? Artists I'm listening to right, right this moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fucked up on Earth, Wind, and Fire right now. Uh, wait, okay. How about new artists? That's that's new artists. Like old school artists is new to me because I never heard of them. Like the new artists, I like them, but my daughter listens to these niggas so much that I can't relate. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We we have to go to her now to find out who's popping because we don't. You're kidding me. Even you, Tammy? Yes. Why well, know more than me? I'll be honest. Go ahead. The first artist I like now, uh, I start getting to was a guy named Polo G. Like I literally sent him a DM, like, hey, LeBron, I fuck with you. Uh, not saying I want to do music or nothing with you. Not saying it won't be dope, but I'm just letting you know. I just got hip to your music and I like it. It's fire. Wow. Like he actually saying some shit. And then a female rapper, my daughter put me on, is a black queen named Flo, uh, Flo Millie. She hard as hell. Wow. Like I like her. I like Flo Millie music. I'm like, damn, Flo Millie shit hard. And follow G. So it, it giving me a better understanding. Because I'm, I'm in Atlanta where I get to hear all the shit first. Right. Real talk. Tammy, who you like upcoming artists? Um, so I you know what's so crazy? I'm such an old school vibe. I still listen to 90s and 2000s RB. Like, I'm like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, we old school, man. Yeah, uh, Me too. But I do like um I do like Summer Walker. I think her album is really dope. Who else? Oh, I love Korean Hawthorne. She's a gospel singer, but she's amazing. And that's pretty much what I'm listening to right now. Besides my own music, I'm trying to listen to my own shit. Oh, oh, I gotta ask y'all this because I made sure I didn't, I didn't want to forget it. Did y'all watch the Clark Sisters? Uh, I did. It was so good, girl. I watched it three times. I didn't have nowhere to I go. I did too. Why <laughs> was like, why you keep watching this old movie show over and over again? Baby. It was First so of all, produced by Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, uh, Missy Elliott. When I'm telling you. They did their thing. They did their thing, baby. Ingenue Ellis. I never, the mother, I never knew about uh, 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 Dr. Maddie Clark. That You didn't? I knew that their mom. I knew that their mom was uh, like in there, like in like used to sing with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know the story behind right. like right. the father and all that. I was like, damn. Yep. And I think that that's what moved me more than anything else because I've hosted uh, the Gospel Fest many uh-huh. times over the years, and I've seen them performing this and the third. But most of the time, I'm in the back, changing my clothes, listening to them, figuring out what I'm gonna do next. So to the story of it, I was like. <gasps> 
Oh my God. I mean, it just really blew me away. It was really, really. See, people don't know that struggle of, you know what I mean? Y'all just see the glamour part of the videos and the brain and this and the third, especially for them. They was old school on the road, like great stuff like that. You know what I mean? Driving in their car. Them vocals, them vocals was so beyond this time was ridiculous. Ridiculous. (laughs) Now let's talk about some business stuff, y'all, because y'all hustlers and I love that about y'all. And as far as I'm concerned, y'all are truly a power couple. The fact that Waka finance your album, the fact that y'all are executive producers of your own reality show, is just dope to me. But now let's talk about some business stuff. And when I say that, Tammy, you got your own clothing line? Well, I've been having my swimsuit line for over four years now. No, mm-hmm. no, Tammy. No, Tammy. Let me what? cut your ass off. You heard what she said. You no, got I'm, your I'm own clothing line that you neglected. That you fucking neglected. Hello. Man. I was about to get into that, sir. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have my swimsuit line, which is uh, I have about four you years. My face. You neglected it. Okay. Shut <laughs> up, Walker. Wait a minute. Tell, tell us the name of your swimsuit line. We'll start there, Walker, and then we're going to get to the clothing line. <laughs> right, Lord. It's T Rivera, uh, Rivera Swimwear, which um, with my swimsuit line, uh, when I first launched it, like I said, about four years ago, that was the first company that I made my first million with. Um, yeah, so that's like my baby. Coins. <laughs> yes. That's like my that's like my baby. Like that's my, my my heart right there. Um I started a clothing line that I initially started first before my swimsuit line, like in my first season of Love and Hip Hop. And it was a mix of leathers and ponties because I love leather. And um it was too premature for my career at the time because mm. the price points because because it was leather and people didn't really know who I was, the price points was a little too high. And it's it, like right. I said, it was too premature for my career. Mm. Um so now I'm about to relaunch. Right. I'm going to relaunch my, 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 my ready to wear line. I probably would do that during the second season of, uh, walk and Tammy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I have a jewelry line as juice for jewel. And I have of course Ooh. a hairline and Charlie's Ooh. about to launch her teen. It's called Charlie's world. She's about to launch her teen line. So it's like a lot. And of course the music. So it's like a lot of things that I have my hand into. That's why I like on the show, people be seeing me stress the hell out. Just because I'm really, I really am. I'm always thinking of a new master plan. <laughs> but listen, girlfriend, you a woman, honey, and women can multitask. So, so you right. would get an assistant. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, I need an assistant because the way I'm moving, trying to juggle these business, be a mother, give him some damn baby. So they want my, I told him, I said, even my legs got to be in the air or my fucking head got to be in the pot. I don't know what to do. <laughs> So listen, I appreciate that y'all make y'all make Charlie work. Y'all, y'all right. make sure she got a job. Why is that important? She actually wants to have a job. Let me tell you, Charlie is such nah, a good, she want to work when she want to work. Yeah, she want, but she wants to work when she want to work. But she wants to work at like Chick Fil A. Wait a minute, did but, you say she want to work at Chick Fil A? Yes. Oh Lord Jesus, why, G- girl? I guess because they treat you better than your whole damn family. Because when you go to Chick Fil A, baby, they treat you good. <laughs> Chick Fil A got a a four a, a four hundred one is a four hundred one k plan and right and you don't got to work on Sundays. Girl, you got to work on Sundays. They got such customer service. I mm-hmm. guess she said Chick Fil A is place for me, but um I don't know why. But she she but Charlie's very much the little girl like. 
she wants to do anything that makes her to, to normalize herself. She doesn't want to be um, oh, known hard. as walk. And it's so hard. Like we can't go to her. Her She's a cheerleader. We couldn't go to her cheerleading games because she didn't want people to, you know, be distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Like I stuff that. like that. Mm-hmm. Or we would send her to school with like her designer. Like she might wear some Gucci shoes and a Gucci belt. And I, I would come, she would come home from school and I would notice that she doesn't have her things on. I'm like, what's going on? She would get to school, take off her stuff, put it in her locker and change her clothes when she gets to school because she didn't want people to know that she had designer stuff. <gasps> now that's rare. Yeah, that's her. That's how she is. <laughs> now, Waka, you announced a lifestyle brand partnership a couple of months ago. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, it's called Dro. I wanted to get into streetwear because I seen, I actually seen a post. I think my boy uh, Virgil said streetwear is not going to be around for long. Mm, why? I'm like, what? Nigga, this is our culture. What are you talking about? So I was like, man, nah, bro, I got to get, because I love streetwear. To me, I think fashion, like high fashion, this is Walker's opinion. I, I'm not trying to offend nobody. I think it's for women. I think women look so good in high fashion that there's no room for men. Men do too. I love seeing a man come in with a nice suit on, suited and booted. That, that's not fashion. Yes, it is. No, that's that's, that's, that's a suit. That's grown men. That's, I'm, that's me and a man. That's grown men. Oh, but there, but there's an art to wearing a suit right, though, bro. But go ahead. Yeah. The art to win a suit, right, is just keeping your body in shape. Yeah, not necessarily. Hey, 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 you know, I'm a man, I know, because my body's in shape, it look better. I'm talking about That's men. for fashion in general. But it's also, it's like the cuts of the suit. So I, exactly. I disagree with him as well when they say with fashion, high fashion. I feel like men can, be, it doesn't oh, have baby. to be. I, I think what Walker confuses, what can, I finish, can I finish what I'm Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Jeez. Go ahead, we That's what I'll be talking about with her. She running, thinks she knows we so good. Shut up and explain the hell you trying to say. What I'm telling you is, men, we never been so designer driven. Mm. We wasn't these these guys that like fight for designer bags and designer clothes. Like that's that's shit women was doing. And I think it's too much of it, in my opinion. I think, man, we were so happy with the the streetwear, like the just the we was into our shit. Now we all into the girl shit. We want to wear with the girl clothesline guy. I'm like, man, I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I, you say streetwear, t- explain to people what you mean by streetwear. T-shirts, sweatsuits, good jeans, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Jackets, hoodies, sweaters, scullies, fitheads, men shit, like just basketball shorts. We don't even wear shit like that. Our basketball shorts can't even cost... Thirty dollars or more. That shit got to be cost six hundred, two thousand. <laughs> what the fuck? So you told y'all niggas. So Dro will be a more affordable streetwear line. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Who's helping you design it? Who's helping you come up with the the colors, the fit? You? We have a, a strong team, and I, I just, to me, I just want to put out quality with it. quality cotton, quality fabric, quality printing. I want to take our time with it. I think. uh when people do streetwear, they don't put their all into it. They they don't put a lot of they don't put a lot of ideas behind it and and strategic marketing plans with it. I think they just save that for the high end designers. So I wanted to take what they do in what in the designer world to streetwear, mm-hmm. like put a culture behind it. Like this is a culture behind this, and I think in time it'll show. I don't want to put uh, my clothesline into a box. It's for everybody. I don't care if you want to spend three thousand dollars. Hey. It'll feed a lot of families and help a lot of uh, friends. So how about in the future? Could we see maybe a fashion show in Atlanta with Tammy's wear and the draw line? I think that would be hot. 
Yeah, that sounds good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, because let me tell you, because most of the time when you go to fashion shows, it's kind of just for girls. Like, I think that that would be a good idea. Because it's for girls. No. That shit started with women. It's like it's, 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 So that's why you would be doing something different, Waka, that it would be a fashion show for the girls and then, boom, introduce the draw line. Oh, yeah, that'd be dope. I would love that. You know what I'm saying? And then you can have your music and then Tammy's music could be playing. We could have a banging ass after party. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hook it up. Right. I see you got a little, we need to add you to the team. Baby. <laughs> I'm just pitching. I'm just pitching. That's all I'm saying. I will be there. And if I pitch it and it happened, y'all be, I bet not see it and I didn't get no invitation. All right. That's all like, I got I won't to say. Friend. Waka, you're also mentoring a lot of young rappers and things like that, correct? Yeah, I give them a lot of good advice. What makes you want to do that? Because nobody ever did it for me. Wow. Not a soul. When you say you do that, what, do you see like some of these rappers? Because I'm going to tell you something, these kids, as far as I'm concerned, they are, they into the pills and the partying too hard and nobody wants to be responsible. Nobody wants to work. Like you got to understand to live the life and have the houses and the cars, somebody got to earn the money. But in the meantime, some of them are, the behavior that I've seen makes me completely uncomfortable because I wish I would have tried that shit with my mama. My mama then would have came through and snatched me, okay? Don't care how old I am, how much money I'm making because it's about representation. You know what I mean? Like you said, you can't be acting crazy with them. What makes you, Waka, you know, say, young man, let me holler at you. When I see you exactly what you said, the representation, they're not representing, they're not representing themselves correctly. They got to understand they stand for all artists. They make all artists look bad when they look bad. It's not just them. And, and, and the ones coming after them. In my opinion, it's just like, damn, dog, you, you don't see yourself crashing? I'm not trying to tell you how to run your business, but I was there before. So I ain't trying to preach to you either, but hey, bro, you about to hit a wall. How do they receive that? Some listen, some don't. Mm. But some some act like they don't listen, but I see them moving different because they start they start realizing the shit I said don't, didn't make sense in conversation, but in their reality, it made a lot of sense. And then I want to say, do you also talk to them young man? about that I read right here that you, in our interview, that you said you are always on time. Matter of fact, you early. Ain't no CP time for Waka. Is that right? That's right. Where'd you get that from? The streets. Okay. Well, well tell me why, though. Like, what What you knew? I, 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 hate to, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Uh, if I had to give somebody some weed or something, <laughs> and I say, hey, bro, I'll be there at 3 o'clock. And if your ass pull up at 320s, if you snitching or you trying to rob me, which one? Oh. So it's so if I'm there early, it lets you know, like you know what I'm saying. Mm. So I took that attitude because that's all I knew, to be honest, at the time. So I think being and then it's still showing courtesy. It's still showing like yo, I'm, I'm serious about my work. Mm. Yo, I want to be here. I love this shit. Instead of coming in late, because being late is basically showing it's like I don't know, fuck, I'm who I am. I, I was late because of this. No. You know what, Waka, like, I'm going to tell you this. Like I said, man, I've known you for a long time, and I've seen a lot of growth in you in the last couple of years, and, and it's made me very proud. And I just feel like to know that you're only 33 years old and that you're starting to make, as far as I'm concerned, grown man decisions, I applaud you for that. Do you think that that happened with you you and Tammy getting married, becoming a father to Charlie? Definitely. That, that All that was part of it. So, Waka, when would you like to have a child with Tammy? Uh, after the age of 35, it'd be dope. Okay, that's in the next two years, bruh. Yeah. You good with that, Tammy? You good with that? Having a baby in the next two years? I don't want to have shit with his ass. 
creeping up my damn nerves. Dang what you, dang what you said this morning, creeping up my bed. Okay, 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 okay. All right, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna keep this clean, y'all. Even though we had a good time, yo, y'all y'all have been amazing, absolutely amazing. So, Vivica, yes, she woke up and, and she. Ooh, let me get started. You better stop playing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have so loved having y'all on the show because y'all are such hustlers, and that leads us to today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is hashtag my grind don't stop. And y'all know your girl Vivica Fox. I'm always out there hustling, okay? For me being an actress, a producer, producing my Lifetime movies, being on Empire, got a book out, Vivica Fox hair collection. I make it do what it do. So y'all know, hashtag my grind don't stop. And that's why my guest today, Waka Flocka and Tammy Rivera were just excellent guests. I want to say I wish you guys the best with your new show, Waka and Tammy, Waka Flocka on WeTV. And in closing, I just want y'all both to just drop some little pearls for me if you can. Can y'all drop some inspiration to our young folks out there? You know, give them some inspiration, some motivation. Yeah, I'd love to just tell them, man, if we talk about relationships, duke it out. <laughs> this is working for the end. And don't trip over everything you fall for, man. Ooh. Ooh, can I get you to say that one more time? <laughs> don't trip over everything you fall for. Boom. Listen to that. How about you, Tammy? What you want to leave with our listeners? One thing I always say is uh, what God has for you is for you. So as long as you know that, you understand that, believe that, don't chase nobody else's grind, chase your own. Don't, you know, don't watch nobody else play, watch your own, because whatever it is God has for you, can't nobody take. Ooh. Okay, y'all, listeners, do y'all hear that? Okay, and my advice that I'm going to leave with my listeners is life is full of new adventures, new chapters. And I'm gonna tell you something, ladies and young men, look for yourself a good partner like Tammy and Waka have found with each other. It's gonna be tough, but any relationship that is worth having is worth fighting for. All right. Absolutely. Know that. All right. So I want to thank Waka and Tammy. Tell us where they can find y'all on social media. Waka, where can they find you? Everywhere at Waka Flocka. (laughs) Tammy, where can they find you at, girlfriend? I'm Charlie's Angel with three L's and um, Miss Flame on Twitter. And our show is every Thursday night on WeTV at 10 p.m. 9 Central. I love and the clothing line. And the clothing line is t-rivera.com. We have Juice for Jewel. Right now, I guess that's it. <laughs> okay. Waka, where can they find out more information on the dro- about Dro? Well, they can find out about Dro if they hashtag at Dro Life. That's D-R-O-L-I-F-E. And same as well for the website. I love it. I love it. Well, like I said, my brother and my sister, I wish y'all the best. Thank y'all so much for being a part of Hustling with Vivica A. Fox podcast. And y'all can find me on social media at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter and at Miss B Fox on Instagram. So darlings, subscribe, download, and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox now. Until next time, darlings, bye for now. Wow.